Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the 40th episode of The First Exchange. Me, your host, Lydia Daydal. Well... Who would have thought we would ever get to 40 episodes? I am delighted to let you all hear the 40th episode. Um, I had a fantastic guest with me tonight to celebrate our momentous uh, episode. Uh, I had Babs Daly, a fantastic photographer. I've known Babs probably for about 15 years. Um, She would have been on the music scene when I was in a band. She would have been shooting loads of gigs and all the rock stars in Dublin. And then she moved on to doing a lot of nightlife, uh, specialising in the most insane, beautiful photography with Dublin's best drag queens, Ireland's best drag queens. She moved on to the tattoo industry and now she's photographing in combat sports, which is obviously why I have her on the podcast because we've so much to catch up on or we had so much to catch up on. Um, She was someone that kind of like, we've always been in each other's lives and we've always kind of from afar appreciated each other's work and you know, we'd see each other, how are you getting on? What are you doing? And she'd tell me about the projects that she was doing and I'd tell her about the projects that I was doing. Um, And you know, just recently we were like, we should hang out more because we've got so much more in common than we actually had realized um so i was delighted to get her in to talk about how she got into this journey of photography how she started developing her own style her technique the skill um for anyone that doesn't know babs or or have seen has seen her work before go to her instagram it's at babs daily her work is absolutely incredible and she's one of those photographers that you look at her work and you say, that has to be Babs Daly. That's the biggest compliment that I can give her. Um, but she was in the the hot seat, shall we say, today to, to talk about her journey and her experience that got her to where she is today. So I hope you enjoy it. It's the 40th episode of The First Exchange with Babs Daly. But before I let you listen to us, we must give a little plug for our Patreon. Thank you so much to everyone who has registered to throw us a couple euro per month. You are really truly 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 helping us help the progression of the podcast um if you have not yet donated to our patreon and you'd like to throw us a couple euro per month to help us grow the podcast and continue the podcast then please go to patreon.com forward slash the first exchange and um throw us a price for points i'd be very very grateful anyway i'll let you enjoy the 40th episode of the first exchange with bob Staley. episode 40 Babs Daly, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming in. I know. Honestly, this is an an honour. Stop that now. Uh, But okay. (laughs) Thanks so much. Uh, But for our listeners that are listening, the many, many, many listeners that are listening, um, you wouldn't be one that would do something like this very regularly. You wouldn't be a podcast regular or media. You like to be behind the camera, as we say. Yes. Definitely. This is a little bit like, whoa. But I'm delighted that you decided to come in because your story, your journey is a very interesting and exciting one. So it was one that I thought we needed to hear. Well, thank you. Um, so let's start at the very beginning. Obviously, let's give it a little bit of a background for anyone that doesn't know who you are. I think anyone who knows anything is Irish and knows anything about drag queens, tattoos or fighting, they will know who you are. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just a random mix. Isn't My it? favourite combination. <laughs> but obviously we know each other so many years. Like, like, yeah, it goes way back, right back to music. Yeah, so there's when I was in the band, so it has to be like 35, like at least 12 years. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would have always been sort of like, 
you know, fleeting in each other's lives. Like I would be playing a gig, you'd be shooting, you know, we'd see each other in the pub. Hey, what's the story? But we yeah. were always sort of like connected in that, like as the years went on, we, we'd see each other and we'd be chatting away. And yeah. then we were like, just recently, we had a coffee. You were like reached out after lockdown. We're like, let's grab a coffee. Like we know each other so long. Let's like sit down and just have a chat. Yeah. And we ended up sitting there for about four hours over Ages. peppermint tea in the Devlin. I'd say they were like, are they going to buy another peppermint tea? They've been nursing that for four hours. <laughs> but listen, photography, where did this all start for you? So it's really funny because it actually, like it, it, it almost, it, like it goes so far back that it's almost like I don't know when it started. Yes. You know? From being a, a very small kid, my uncle was into photography. So we'd go down to, we go, he lived in Arklow. So we'd mm. go see him and kind of, you know, I'd run off with him and he'd just show me a few bits with his camera, you know, just as a kid, just take soaking up knowledge. And then gradually then as I got older, I would have got my, my first camera for a small little, small. What was the, can you remember what it was? Olympus Trip. My oh. mum got me. Very nice little thing. Classic Very little nice. Olympus. Classic, classic. Yeah, she started <laughs> They made a well. comeback as well, haven't they? The oh, little big Olympus. time. And you know, I have I don't have my original one, which is heartbreaking. No but I've I've since have I've since replaced. I have a I have a new one. But um that's that's what my mum got me. My my first camera was Olympus Trip. Then like I, I sorry, sorry, that's wrong. My first camera was a Fisher Price camera <laughs> that I got when I was a toddler. That's what I got first. <laughs> Incapable of taking photos, but you could hold it up to your face. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yes, then as I got older, it would, it would have been an Olympus trip. And then I got, uh, then I would have got my first like DSLR. And I've always just been taking photos. Like I have a vivid memory mm. of sitting in my bedroom in my mum's house and, you know, out the window, pointing up at the sky, taking photos of the buses going by, learning all the, you know, just from your bedroom window, learning how to to drag light or how to, you know, how to stop things in, in still motion. So like, you know, even things that I, I use today, like, you know, boxers throwing a punch, like I have to stop that. I, I, I don't, well, sometimes you don't want to get the motion. Sometimes you do, but like, it's things that I would have learned so long ago, you know, just out the bedroom window. So is this all like you never, did you go to college to study? No. So, you are kidding me. Yes. I love this. Yeah. So come here, right. My mom is like a beacon of knowledge and just, she's, uh, she just says things, you know, just in passing and then like hits me like a ton of bricks. But she, I, I've been taking photos like all, all through my teenage years, like I said, of, of anything. Like I, I did it so often, I didn't ever consider it could be a job, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like up until a few months ago, I've always had another job and my photography. So yeah. I've, I've been kind of double jobbing thus far. So mm. my plan is kind of to put the, the, the foot on the pedal full throttle now. It seems know? so mad that you would only be putting the foot on the pedal now. Because yeah. to me, even back in the early days when I met you first, you were always someone who I viewed as extremely successful. That being because you were always everywhere yeah. shooting. Yeah. And then the quality of your work was just like, you know, I remember, um, you remember Hardworking Class Heroes? Yep. And I remember, you know, this is like a, it probably still goes on, um, but it's just so long since I've been in music, I don't know. But it was like a kind of a day festival where it was like all Irish bands come together and um, it was organized by uh, hardworking class hero guys. And it's basically a showcase of the new talent that's coming out. And so when you would play, you would play to like industry people and then there would be just photographers in the front row. And I remember it always being a buzz if like you and like maybe one or two others were there. It's like, oh yes, we're going to get good photos there because Babs <laughs> is here. Yes. You know, there was always, and that was back year. That's, that's a decade ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So to think of your like, you know, evolution, like it's, it, photography for me is so like, I adore it. It's, it just has the the capacity to invoke so much memory mm -hmm. and spirit and moments. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I'd like to hear your interpretation of what photography is to you. So just to go back to what we were saying there a second ago uh, about my mum, and because the, there's two things you said there that I just want to reference, two of her quotes. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the first the first the first thing she told me when uh, when I was leaving school and I just wanted to study photography, like that's what I wanted to be a photographer. I wanted to study photography. And she was like, no, why would you study it when you know it? Like, why would you go and reteach yourself something that you already know? She was like, you're just going to be influenced by people. And then probably take photos just like maybe a few other people there. Like you're all guys are going to, you know, this was, this was her, 
this was her thinking anyway. Wow. And I was kind of like, yeah, well, I suppose maybe she's right. So in, in the end, what I, I actually went to college and got a business degree. That's what I went to college and got, um, which is... Which is always which, handy. Like, awesome, because, like, hope, hoping to merge the two, do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, exactly. Um, Full circle. And then the other the other kind of piece of knowledge she gave me, or the piece of information, good, uh, I don't know, like, a, a, a good thing to live by was, to do whatever you're going to do, do it every day, because mm. people will notice. So she was like, if you go into town and take a photo every every day, people will notice you. Like, you can't be unnoticed. So that's what I started doing. And that's like you were saying, I was everywhere. I just made yes. sure I was everywhere, probably at the detriment of relationships and friendships and stuff like that. But <laughs> that's that that's was a sacrifice. That's what I, I wanted. I wanted I wanted to be everywhere. I wanted yeah. to be capturing everything. You know what Let's I mean? break down that what your mum said to you there about, you know, why would you go and study it um, when you already know it? Like and what I take from that is that. You know, she's saying you go to a school or a college and you get indoctrinated in a way of thinking or a way of shooting or a style mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it could be very hard to escape that or to get out of that sort yeah. of confinement or mm-hmm. that box. And like also within college now, don't like don't get me wrong. There's plenty of photographers who have studied in college are phenomenal yeah. and they have their own styles and everything like that. So I don't want to come across like I was saying anything like that, but I have, I've had friends in our college and I've had people go to our college who, you know, I think photography and art in general is so subjective. Mm. So for your lecturer to tell you that, you know, something is wrong or something wasn't done right, when that's what you've created, I think that's kind of wrong. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. kind of where, like, you know, people kind of having that impact on you, whereas like, you know, I have had I've people, you know, over the years who've said awful things to me and I've taken them on board and yeah. they, to be honest, most of them have been correct. And I just needed to have that criticism. But like that came anyway. I didn't need to go to college and have people mm-hmm. kind of put me in that box, you know. Let's talk about the criticism, because that's always something that I'm very interested in. I find that a lot of people see such a negative side to criticism Mm -hmm. now obviously there's a way in which it's delivered if someone is being critical of your work because it's coming from you know a negative place of like they're jealous or you know whatever the 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 area is but you know criticism will say from people who are like "Mm, i don't really like x i kind of y was good z has a lot of potential let's work with that Mm -hmm. you know like this kind of criticism that you can take on board and actually helps you become better as a person or in the area that you're working in mm-hmm. so with handling criticism is that something that you had to learn to get good at of course <laughs> Great. of course <laughs> i think uh you know i guess standing where i am now 30 years of age uh, there's a lot of things i had to learn there's a lot of things mm-hmm. i had to i had to figure out that i you know looking back at the last 10 years i didn't have a clue what i was doing mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's only when you start to kind of I think do do go through maybe a bad experience or make the wrong decision or get a bad criticism and react badly that you have you figure out that okay well I won't do that again and you have to just yeah yeah learn and and get better mm-hmm. but I, I I whatever way criticism comes like I do I f- I don't feel I don't like to think that criticism now I could be wrong but I don't like to think any criticism ever comes from jealousy I'd I'd like to think better of people yes um but maybe that's me being naive but uh. I, I take all criticism on board, but it's always, it, I can't actually say that I get much criticism. It's more like, oh, that's cool, but could we do this maybe kind of thing? Yes. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, it's just more, like I always tell people I'm working with, like I, I, I'm i the photographer and I'll take my shots regardless. But if you see anything, please don't be afraid to tell me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's things I, that, that I, I, I am not going to see and it's a collaboration between people to take photos. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um you know, criticism is a good thing. It, when you look at kind of the area, for, for me, when I look at your work, it's very much people-led. A lot of people, a lot of, I, I, again, I, you'll have to educate me on the actual language of how you say it in terms of photography. But like, it's always... Portrait work. Really. Portrait work, yeah. there you go. Um, <laughs> it, is, is, portrait, is that kind of like where your heart is? Or is that just where you say, like, you know, the... The opportunity for businesses, shall we well, say? Do you know what? Okay, so again, I'm gonna bring in a bit of mum's information yeah. there. God, um, I wish you brought your mum with you. Oh, <laughs> she's so good. Um, <laughs> what what was it that she was? It'll it'll come back to me in a minute. But first, first and foremost, I'm I'm a people person. Like I, yeah. I just thrive off people, and I, I actually feel like I've been like years and years ago, back when I was, 
oh, I don't know, back early twenties, I did a, a course in Ratmines College on liberal arts, and one of the one of the subjects. This was before I did my business degree, but one of the subjects <laughs> was psychology, and I actually yeah. found uh, I found a lot of benefit in applying a psychology to my photography, if that makes mm. sense. Um, and oh, I, please expand on that. That's good. Yeah, well, I just find like um, I don't like if I was taking if I was taking someone's portrait for the first time, I'd I'd, I'd always prefer now it's not always possible, but I would always prefer to meet them yeah. and break that barrier, break that barrier with them first, because the next time I meet them for photos, they're already warm. You know yeah. what I mean? They already know me, so they don't have that rigidness. They know that I'm I'm I, I, I like to take photos on a completely casual basis. Like I don't it's, it shouldn't be stressful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the psycho- that in one way is one of the psychological things I bring into it is like breaking mm-hmm. down that barrier before, before you shoot and that, like asking so specific questions, you know, like <clears throat> if I was to ask them like, oh, you know, you know, what's your mom do or whatever. And then remember that because the next day I meet them, I'd be like, oh, geez, how's your mom getting on? And instantly they're warm because yeah. you mentioned their mom. You, you've just made them more relaxed. Yeah. So that's, that's one way I like to apply psychology to my, uh. That's that, uh, that's very smart. Yeah, it's very smart. You can see the difference, like yeah, I imagine because I mean, like obviously, I don't get, I don't do a lot of like studio work or the magazines and stuff like that are, are there's none now. Um, but when I was obviously in the band in music, we we had to do a lot of shoots yeah. and you know, obviously for album covers and magazines or promo or whatever it is. And I used to hate it. Of course, of I course. hated it. I was so self-conscious and it was like I, I was obviously going through my own like thing at that time where like I had low self-esteem and like low self-worth and yep. but yet I was like fronting a band and I was like looked up to and thought I was pe- everyone thought I was like so cool and confident and how she able to get on stage and be this rock and roll chick like you know doing breaking beer bottles and well I didn't break beer bottles on stage but like you know <laughs> whatever <the> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> um all those other stuff but uh do you know and then like to to come off stage and then to you would just go back to being yourself and I had this whole sort of world where I had um what would you call it like uh not a dysmorphia but like a false reality yeah kind of yeah, yeah. where like you know, I was, I didn't feel on the inside how I was perceived by other people. Of course, of course. Yeah. And when we used to do photo shoots, I used to feel so vulnerable that I like, you know, they were going to be able to see my soul now. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And do you know what? Like, this is, this, this is true. You do see, now there's certain people that, 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 you know, have, or have an ability to, to mask it. But most people, when you get them on the other side of the camera, you can, mm. you can see. You can see, like, there'd be people like getting the camera, and I'd be like, Jesus, like, they, something's going on there. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is a bit mad, like, but again, that's something I'd probably use to kind of talk to someone. Yeah. And use yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I get a lot of, um, like, a lot of my reward for my photography comes from just seeing, seeing people grow and seeing people get more and more and more comfortable in their own skin mm. around the camera, you know? And then when you get people where they just don't, they don't even they're just so comfortable once you get someone being themselves then you have it yeah everybody will when you pull up a camera they're like oh like they try and alter themselves but like i want to catch you i didn't want to catch you pose i didn't want to catch you changed i wanted you right there where you were exactly is everybody photographer photographable yes yes (laughs) absolutely absolutely oh there's a couple of people listening there disagreeing and i will (laughs) accept any challenge any challenge um, I wanted to just go back to when we were talking about the por- portrait photographer. Yeah. That quote from my mum again. Go on. My mum said, I don't understand why all of the photographers have to label themselves. Like they'd be a wedding photographer or a fashion photographer. She was like, why don't you just be a photographer? Yeah. She was like, touch on everything. And that's what I've done kind of thus far. Like I've I've worked with like I've worked with Jameson, done done kind of drink shots. I've done events. I've done clubs. I work with drag queens. I work with boxers. I've worked with cars. I've like you name it. I've done I, I did newborn little babies, you know, everything, everything. Who's most difficult to work with? <laughs> Say the drag queens. <laughs> fit, fit the mold. Come on. <laughs> 
No, they're actually probably the best. Like, look oh, at them. They're, they're fantastic. The crack. They're the most crack. And you know what? Those photo shoots got me through lockdown. Oh, the, if anyone is uh, uh, online, go to uh, at Babs Daily or go to Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. Davina yeah. Divine. Uh, Veda, Veda yeah. uh, Victoria and Davina do a podcast here at Collaborative Studios with Shane as well it's called Petty Little Things check it out it's fantastic but they done a photo shoot with Babs over lockdown and it is incredible <laughs> like the one Victoria taking out the bins in full drag <laughs> like, with like an illuminous like wig just unbelievable this is so good the best thing as well doing those photo shoots is like seeing people double and triple take as they pass. You know what I mean? Like you're just doing photos and people are like, what is this? Like, what are we driving past? Especially during lockdown when like nothing was and going on. And the fear on. is right. And everyone <laughs> is like terrified of death. And here's like a load of drag queens like <laughs> posing around black bins, you know? Just oh, brilliant. so good. Yeah, so brilliant. good. How did that like journey, like working on the drag scene and the nightclub scene, how did that come together? Because once we had left, I had left music. Mm-hmm. I sort of went missing for a while. And then I, you know, went on my little like escapade of being out every single night and <laughs> yeah, I would we see, all had one of those. <laughs> would see it all the drag drag shows taking photographs of them <clears throat> yeah so I guess uh how I, I would have got into that was during a kind of a a, a bit of a, a a destructive time in my life in my early I'm glad 20s. you had one too I think we've all had one of those <laughs> but I was kind of going nowhere fast you know that kind of way yeah um but the only thing I did do whilst I was doing everything else under the sun, I took my camera with me everywhere I went. So yeah. I'd go out on the piss and I'd have my camera in the back. And then, of course, Dutch courage would kick in. And I'd whip the thing out and I'd have the thing out all night. I'd just be taking photos of everybody. Wouldn't even know who people were. Yeah. Just camera in the face. And then kind of as things went on before I knew it, like there was a what was what was the name of the club? Hustle. Hustle. It was in uh, the Academy. That's where it was. Well, this is when I, when I but I oh, remember that's, that's a, that's a this long time ago. Back, 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 back. Like I feel old. But then I remember one of the nights I was there again, just pissed, having a good night, just, you know, out with friends with the camera. And then someone that was te- there taking photos at the time, a friend of mine, Matthew Kelly, he was taking photos. He pulled me up on stage and then I was just kind of taking photos. And then within a couple of weeks of that, then I, I kind of got, got, got a call from a, a, a local Dublin promoter then to, to start working with him. Amazing. And it's kind of just gone from there, really. Mm. It's been amazing. I worked, there was another guy I worked with, um, Ronan Murphy. He kind of would have introduced me to a few people. But it's really just been, I've just been so, so blessed with just knowing people and then just doors opening just at kind of the right mm-hmm. times, you know. In terms of the technical aspects of your photography. Yes. Like, I don't know anything about, like when you say dragging the light. Yeah. All those amazing terms that give us the best photography that's out there. So are you able to um, encapsulate what your technique is or what what your strength is? Um, I guess it's like it's obviously developed over the last couple, like, couple of years. Sometimes I look at photos from four or five years ago and I'm like, Jesus, what were you thinking? You know, no what way. I mean? um, but a, a, a good a good rule I like to live by is. When you take a photo, mm-hmm. there has to be a reason behind you taking that photo. So like if I show you a photo now, I would be like, I took this photo because this was happening. That's what that's what called out to me. And I shot it this way because whatever. Mm. But you shouldn't just take a photo. Like, that's how I feel. Like, if you take a photo, you saw something. That's how I feel. So there should be a narrative behind each photo you take. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. In this day and age, you know, there are certain things like where you're just literally taking a million photos. You're at events and you're just kind of happy shooting. You know, that's a different story. But I think when you're when you're taking photos at like for the boxes, for example, mm. you know, there has to be a reason that you're taking that shot or a story behind it, I feel. When somebody, <clears throat> when you take one of those photographs that you're describing there and somebody looks at it, what do you want them to see? How do you want them to feel? Like that for me is what fascinates me about photography is that nobody can see outside my frame. Mm. Yeah. So the photo that I post or the photo I put somewhere, that's all they see. They don't see what happens around it. They don't see there could be, you know, I could shoot one of these boxes that's covered in, you know, you know, sprayed sweat and everything. But all around him is like mad shit going on. But it makes it look like he's just in a ring and he's doing this. You know what I mean? And that fascinates me because 
they can't see the frame around the photo, but everybody else makes up their own version. Does that mm, make sense? Yes. Yeah. And that's what I, and it's the same for me. Like one, I, I, I actually have like a few, few, few Irish photographers that are really like high, high up in my, uh, high up in my, my rankings. Um, but Connor Clinch, he's based in London now. He, oh, uh, he's the he's the the model guy, the he, model photographer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was he was on a show years ago on Sky and Rankin. Uh, That's it. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So and but like the long before, like long before he was on that show, I was always fascinated with his work because, and I st- still to this day, like I think he's a, uh, I think he's amazing. I I, I would look up to him a lot. Um, wow, is uh, but like, it's his framing and the fact that his framing makes me just create mad stories around his photos, and that's kind of what I love to try and do. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're like obviously that's that's obviously a massive uh, inspiration point for you when you see that. But wh- where else do you draw inspiration from? Where does the like I'm trying to get a sense of where do you um when does inspiration hit you? And how does it evolve? Like, do you get inspired, we'll say, out in the forest, having a walk, and then you're like, a tree shoot. And then you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how does, I'm trying to get a sense of how this whole, your mind works in terms of it's, in it, capturing it, it, Everything's in, in frames. Like, that's the best way I can say it to you. Like, and that's like, I, like I, look, I wear caps, yeah? Because like it puts, a, it puts a frame on things for me. But yeah. there's a, like I naturally have a frame on things. So when I'm, when I'm going through, like, I, I kind of do a lot of landscape work kind of unintentionally just when I'm out and about I just take photos and they, they look nice but it's I just I'm never not t- like I know it sounds like a stereotypical thing but I just I'm never not thinking about taking photos or like yeah. I'll meet someone and I'll be like oh like I'd love to take their photo but they'll just think I'm they'll just think I'm a weirdo like I'm just but I like I brought my camera today I was hoping I could get a photo <laughs> of you across across the <laughs> Across the studio. Secretly, I kind of knew you. Bring <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I was checking my makeup yeah. before we started. Shane gave me grief because I was checking my lipstick before we started recording. He's like, Are you time here, hello? Um, but, that, but that's what I love about you. And that's having that sense of, like, of how you see the world and how you see your photography. Does that make you feel like... Do you sit back on that thought and go, I'm meant to do this. I know this is what I'm meant to do. I'm not meant to do anything else. Well, like, to be honest, it was probably more apparent when a couple of years ago when I was working with uh, with more kind of, uh, I guess, like new, new, newish models in the kind of the, yeah. the fashion kind of scene. And I absolutely loved being able to see kids who were so caught up with insecurities mm. and so caught up with, like, you know, not being able to do certain things, whatever. And then when in a couple of photo shoots with me, then feeling so good about themselves and like not a cocky confidence. Like, I think that's like, I don't like a cocky confidence, but just a quiet confidence Mm. in themselves and knowing that you're responsible for that or you have helped create that confidence. And so that fuels me a lot like that. That that gives me a that gives me a lot of um, a lot of feelings. Yeah. Where do you think the insecurity lies with people? Obviously, everyone has their own insecurities mm-hmm. in some way, or but there seems to be just kind of like a mass collective insecurity when it comes to getting your photograph taken, if you're not a professional that is a model or yeah. an actor or someone who's used to it. What do you think it is about getting our photograph taken that we don't like? Lack of control. 1,000%. Because do you know what happens to me time and time again? Yeah. I cross paths with Instagram influencers who take all the selfies in the world yeah. but could not let me take a photo of them. You Whoa. know, which I just and, and it comes down to control. It comes down to that they can't check it. They can't, you know, what you know what and I, I get that. Like that's their comfort. Like there's nothing, you know, there's nothing yeah. wrong. But that's that's where I think a lot of it comes down to. And like the same t- like I hate taking photos of myself. Like I just yeah. I don't really don't, I don't I haven't done it in a long time. But like there is a difference between like being able to just throw up your phone and take a picture yourself yeah. or have someone point a large lens at you or a small lens at you and you don't know what they're doing, how they're doing it. And you won't see the finished product until like, you know what I mean? It's in the magazine or it's online or it's, yeah, or yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. a website or something. Yeah. Or like l- routinely people will be like, oh, you know, can you send me them before? And also like I do understand that you want to have the final say on certain things. But that's where I think um, I think a lot of the fear comes from, from getting your photo taken is you don't have control over it. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Oh, I know you're saying that. I actually probably have a little bit of a control issue as well. Like I'll take a like I have no problem taking a selfie. Like you know, if we were going out, I'd be like taking a selfie, and all the girls be like, "I wish I had your confidence." And then like inside, I'm like, 
But if there was like a photographer here, like getting me, uh, for me, I think it's vulnerability. It, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, like, it I fucking hate vulnerability. But like you know what? Like I like if I go out to if I well obviously I haven't been out. In, months but like if i was out anywhere and there was a photographer now i'd be the first one covering <laughs> my face being like you know get away but from you know me, like but... i think like um we'll say wedding photographs yeah and i know so many people that aren't happy with their wedding photographs mm. not because the photography is bad it's because of how they look yep and how they 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 don't look in the photographs like they think they look mm-hmm. in their heads mm-hmm. whether whether like obviously we're not inside their heads, but for some reason they're like, you know, because maybe they're used to seeing themselves being posed or having a certain angle. Or in a selfie. Or in a selfie. Yeah. You know, yeah. my head is twice the size, not in a, <laughs> like in a norm for whether it is in a selfie. I have the angle down, especially when I'm doing videos. I'm like, so, especially the live videos for Fight Connect TV. Every, like I get loads of girls messaging me being like, oh my God, you look amazing tonight. I'm like, oh, well, I have my uh, tripod out. The camera's at an angle. So my head looks skinnier. And I'm, I've only got a nice top on. I'm in my pajamas and I have a big pair of fluffy socks on. You only see the top half. Like you only see the top half of me. And I then remember once I was doing a live and I think my, my charger was about to go or something. I was like, damn it. I think it was Dave Allen, the boxer I was into it. And I was like, Dave, just keep answering that question there. I'm going to, and I got up and I, as I got up, my pajamas were like, <laughs> <laughs> now thankfully, you know, I fucking noticed, but you know, it's like, it's the trick of, trick of the camera. God damn it. <laughs> but, um, that's very interesting. Vulnerability control. But then again, that vulnerability, like that's what I would try and, you know, um, I would try and 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 an aid with mm. a prior meeting to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then, in terms of like the best candidate for you, is it somebody who's like f- like free that's happy to like you know do lots of movement or play up to the camera or kind of encapsulate their character? Like, it's who, really, it's... who do you want to shoot? Who's a who's a perfect person for you? Like, what's the character? Like the real, it really just depends. It mm. really does just depend, and it depends on what the end goal would be as well. You know what I mean? Um, I have to say, working up with uh, Pete Taylor's last. Well, let okay, let's get on to those this. Those guys, they're all just little characters. You know what I mean? Well, let's set the scene. So we obviously know each other so long, and then after lockdown, we 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 reconnected. Like we're always kind of texting back and yeah, forth. Yeah, well, do you know here. what? Like we've always ca- like a couple. Of, obviously, I was in Macaulay and the and the lads. Oh yes, yeah, we were like up in my Muay Thai gym. Yeah, yeah Dublin exactly. Combat Academy. Yeah, and like I knew that you did jujitsu, and yeah. like I and it was funny because I would have been like, that's so gas. Like me and Lydia are just taking the same kind of paths, but just like in in kind of different ways. You know what I mean? I remember actually when you when you were coming up to the gym, the lads were saying it and cursed it because obviously we were shooting Ryan yes, Curtis. Curtis and Curtis was like. Um, me photographer. Well, he's, he's, that's not his accent. <laughs> he's gonna kill you, Anna. <laughs> Sorry, Gorza. Gorza, you have someone to box up here. <laughs> okay, insert uh, North Side Inner City Dublin accent now. Um, and he was like, uh, "Oh yeah, my photographer Babs Daly is on the way." I was like, "Like my Babs Daly, as in like who I know from music." And he was Mad. like, yeah, and then you came up, I was like, oh, unreal. but you've done a bit of Thai boxing yourself, didn't you? Yeah, like I've done it. I've, I've kind of dabbled in it for the last like three, four years, mm-hmm. kind of stemmed from the whole, um, you know, walking through town with a camera on your back and, you know, yeah. wanting to be able to, you know, slice someone with an yeah, elbow. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be able to protect myself because yeah. Dublin City seems to be getting worse and worse. Um, it does. Have you ever had any a situation where someone has tried to rob no. you? No, or... thank goodness. No, Tip thank it. goodness. Yeah, touch wood, touch wood. Um, no, but I, you know, you just hear some horror stories. So that yeah. kind of triggered. Uh, I had a couple of friends, obviously, that were involved in it. Yeah. Um, it it would have been it would have been Ryan Chaos Curtis who would have kind of got my my toe dabbling in in the kind of fight industry. Because uh, obviously, anyone who doesn't know Ryan, he's a professional MMA fighter. He signed to Bellator and um he previously was signed to bama he would have fought at the three arena yep. over the last couple of years massive follower massive yeah. um audience and um, that followed him um but also you would have been kind of involved with like the tattooing industry yeah, as so well the ink he, factory and that's, he works in the ink factory yeah so that's where would have that that kind of that kind of meeting would have happened was like i started working in the ink factory and ryan obviously worked in them in the barbershop there yeah 
Um, yeah. So and was, was he, there something, because obviously going from drag queens and like, <laughs> you know, drinks, photo shoots and events is very yeah, different yeah. to like uh, fighting and fighters. What was it with combat sports that drew you to it? Well, it was just like, you know, kind of, you know, tipping my hat to my mum's my mom's knowledge being like, don't limit yourself. Mm. Don't. Okay, yeah, you're working in the tattoo industry, taking photos now, but don't don't limit yourself to that. What else can you do? So you're in here. There's a fighter here. Okay, dip your toe in there. See if he wants to work. You know, yeah. same thing with the barbershop in the ink factory was I was able to dip my toe into kind of, you know, men's hairstyling and taking photos of that yeah. and working in that kind of regard. So it was just a matter of, you know, sticking to sticking to what my mum had told me and, and always going, you know, to to. To, you know, if there's something else out there that you can take photos of, well, then go and do it. You're like mm. this week, I've been taking some photos of skateboarders and stuff. So it's like I just I, I like to just I, I like to just go everywhere. I don't like. Yeah, to I, I, I like hearing you say that. I, I think it's refreshing when people have like variety. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And I hate yeah. even for myself, I hate when like I have to stay in a box. Yeah. I don't want to be in a box. No. I want to do it all. Yeah. You know, and maybe and some stuff I'm good at. You. Yeah, exactly yeah. do you know what I mean and it's like I think that even as we get older li the limitations we put on ourselves the limitations that other people put on us you know like break them yeah <laughs> smash time. them with big the hammer time. yeah do absolutely. you know what I mean like just so what like it's again like what your mum was saying is having labels so what if today you're uh, a combat sports photographer and tomorrow you're yeah. a Jameson whiskey exactly photographer, you know? I'm just it's just here to to, to document like you know photo photography so beautiful because you get to f you know you get to freeze that moment and, you know, maybe that moment might mean nothing to someone, but mm. it might mean everything to somebody else. You know what I mean? Totally. And that's what that's what you're just here to do. And, and and if you can take a photo of one thing, you can take a photo of the other. Yeah. You know, sometimes when people like they know I work with the boxes and stuff and then they go and you do like uh, they'd be like, do you do weddings? I'd be like, yeah. And they're kind of like, what? Yeah. Like we can get you someone who does this. And I'm like, why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know, I just think it's. A but bit isn't mad. that just all going towards like your say bank of information that you have in your brain and your skill and your talent you know it's all expanding yeah. your skill set yeah. essentially and making you better in a variety and maybe there's something that you will see with fighters that you will be able to use in we'll say a wedding or help Absolutely. a person move Absolutely. Or yeah and then on top of that and obviously what's ended up happening which wasn't which I didn't foresee but like everybody knows somebody so <laughs> you take photos for this person oh that person needs a photographer and now all of a yes. sudden this you know what i mean so on top of kind of get being everywhere it's like once people know you then they call exactly you, you know? and then it's just as soon as your toe is dipped in that door yeah, it's like it, cancer which is essentially what's happened to you with the boxing in yeah, ireland and with yeah. like Pete taylor's gym yeah. and it would have been sen and kelly right who would have been so the first? yeah it would have been like sen's a good good old friend of mine um and yeah, he just kind of said, Babs, come on up and like, you know, you, you, you take deadly photos. Come on up and take some photos of the lads. So then I took some photos of the lads and then everybody was kind of like, Bwah, you know, they we'd like them, like they're cool. And then obviously Gary Cully, then the incredible. diva who we had on the, the show. Diva, amazing. Yeah. Um, so over lockdown, I just kind of touched base with Gary because I saw he was trying, like I saw he, he was in a lucky position that he was able to keep training yeah. through lockdown. Yeah. And he trained every single day through lockdown, like not one day off. Incredible. I'm glad to hear that because some days I'm like, is he, when does he rest? Yeah, I don't think he He's ever rests. He's so determined, right? He's like, so oh, like. And do you know what? It's actually, it's, it's kind of, um, it's inspiring to be around that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be around that, that, uh, that level of passion and just like he just, he has his eyes on the prize and nothing will take that off. But you know, I said to you the last time that we met that, as soon as now people start copping on, they start seeing all the photographs that, you know, is going up on Gary's profile, on Pete Taylor's profiles, their social, and they know your name, mm. like the door is just going to be banged down because there's such a gap in the market for good quality photography in combat sports hopefully Lydia hopefully I'm telling you I'm doing this six years and like I see it from you know I don't sh I still shoot on iPhones mm. because it's it's the easiest way for me to do it when course. I'm covering the yeah. events and stuff and like I see how hungry people are even for that quality mm. do you know what I mean and it's literally just I, I don't know how to say it putting what other industries get into air industry into fighting yeah it's what's missing <clears throat> you're filled with a bunch of people who 
just know how to fight mm-hmm. or just not know how to teach fighting yeah. or coach fighting. Mm-hmm. And then everything else in the middle is just like a blank canvas. And I think, you know, are already the, the work that you've been doing with the guys like is so incredible because Thank you. it gives people a sense of what actually it is like to be a fighter mm-hmm. and what their environment is like, which is what I do. I, I, well, I, what I want to yeah. what I want to try do with Fight Connect TV is it's about the journey. It's yeah. about the person behind. It's about the struggle. It's about why they're why, why they do what they do. And I think it takes, in terms of photography, a very special person to be able to capture that. And you have done it. Well, thank so you beautifully. very much. Um, really, really fantastic. It's just you feel like you're there. Well, that's you know, what that's really funny because that's uh, for, so especially for like this this bar and photos mm. i like to take my photos at an angle where when a when a punch is being thrown at one of the other guys that i can get my camera so it actually looks like i'm getting the punch if that makes sense yes um now the camera is covered yeah. in blood sweat and tears <laughs> but look we have little camera wipes for that uh, this you got to do um, it right yeah, there's actually a couple of couple of photos I was going through only last night. Like I was like, these guys don't throw punches; they just throw sweat. Like there's just yeah. sweat, 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 sweat. It's incredible. But like it's it, th- those photos really, they really show you the work these guys put in. Like and in terms, it's kind of I'm a little bit would you say desensitized to it now? But like in terms of and this is like please no one at me. I'm not being a creep when I say this. But like in terms of like the male and female body, in terms of physique, in terms of how athletes look mm-hmm. like i imagine they're it's it's great to fo- 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 like to photograph them because they look so well in terms of if you look at the boxes especially the male guys when they've like such defined abs their biceps you know especially when they're throwing a punch you well, can like see the lines that's, and that's the definition the like that's that's what i like just textures and different you know different different lines different structures everything like that like when yeah. you see someone i remember i took a fo- i think I took a photo at Senna's fight not his last fight his fight before that and he was trying to punch your man and i think every muscle on the right side of his body is about to pop out of his flesh like it looks incredible yeah. and that stuff like you just you don't get you don't even see that in real life you know exactly. what i mean you don't see that in real life so it's catching that that uh do yeah. you get a little bit of a buzz then oh, when you're developing stuff and you're looking through what you've captured like i get i'm like when i'm shooting i'm like like i i don't like to look at the like when you're shooting, I don't like to waste any time looking at the photos while I'm shooting because you're going to miss something. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to take something. Then, like then you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, like you I've missed, missed, the best I've missed another thing. Yeah. So I like to kind of shoot as it's happening. But I know like I don't I'm never going to take a photo of them, two of them just standing there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait, wait, wait. And then what I've been trying to do is I've actually been trying to read the fighters like and be like, what's their sign for them throwing a punch? Because yeah. that's when I go. You yeah. know what I mean? That's when yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I wait for that because I want to get that action moment. That will come. Yeah. That will come with the more time you spend. Yeah. Uh, they, like I, I definitely like from now, from when I started to now, I especially with the amateur shows or the more, um, we we'll say the guys that are like making their pro debuts and maybe don't have as much ring experience. Mm-hmm. I'm st- starting to find it very easy to call fights, even to be like, this guy is, yeah. you know, there's a lucky shot coming here. He's his hands are dropped. There's going to be a takedown. You know what I mean? You, yeah, you see yeah. things a lot clearer. And things just open up to you. Big time. What's happened to me now on the other side is like, I'll be at an event and please consider that I'm filming for about eight hours straight. And I'll be like, I really have to go for a pee. I have to get out of here. And I'll be like, as soon as I put down these cameras and go to the bathroom, there's going to be a head kick, yep. knockout. Yep. There's going to be, it's going to go viral. Like something, something's going to happen. Always. Always. So if you ever see me going to the toilet, that's I'll your, that's in. your moment I'll to jump, jump in and start shooting. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in terms then of like what you hope to achieve going forward, like obviously uh, 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 you have the experience, you have the skill set, but it's obviously it's sort of a, a time where you're doing this full time now or you're tr- going to make a go at it. Yeah. So what is the hope? What is the, the sort of the plan? Um, like, I guess it's just like typical me. Like, I don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have my camera by my side and I have. Uh, an empty memory card and have a fully full, fully charged battery you know what I mean That's and that's what I'll, I'll go on anyway. oh it's so romantic <laughs> isn't it it's just so, it's like so romantic it's like you know it's such a film it's such an indie alt film like just one girl 
Enter camera. <laughs> Full battery. Full battery. That's what it's called. Full battery. Fuck. I'm so good oh, on this ding, goddamn ding. podcast. Oh. Every week. Every week. Full battery. I gotta need someone to jump on that. Full battery. When's your birthday? The end of the month. 30th of August. Are you a Leo? Virgo. Virgo. That's why we get on. Yeah, that's why we get on. My birthday's tomorrow. No way. Yeah. No way. My mom's birthday was yesterday. What? Oh, my birthday's today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technical default. Your mom's birthday was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, yeah. Your mom's a Leo. Yeah, she's a Leo. That's why she's so fucking cool. Oh, she and I haven't even touched on half the things she's she's. That's been. why she's so cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, we are the best. Shane's a Capricorn. Yeah. It's a great star sign as well. Yeah. We also get on. Strong. You <laughs> strong. It's a strong, sturdy, <laughs> steady, <laughs> steady star sign. Um. But I'm going to get you a t-shirt with a battery on it that says full battery for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, what a... I was actually going to say what a hoot and then I got really embarrassed and I had to say hoot in my mind. And, and then, then you said it anyway. And then I said it anyway. There we go. Um, but yeah, just... Yeah, a, a fantastic... Um, I'm delighted... Selfishly, I told you already, I, I, I'm, I'm delighted that you are doing the the, you know dipping your toe more into combat Come sports here, I'm, and you know like as well like obviously katie taylor like she would have been like i like followed everything she did like she's yeah. incredible she's amazing she's like phenomenal phenomenal like i just can't, I can't say enough good things so about how her. weird was it the first time that you met her dad like yeah. okay like shit myself you know yes. what i mean like exactly. it was so funny because like sen and you know sen and sen it's just you know as casual as me, you know. He's yeah. like, oh, Babs, come on, just come up to the gym, you know. And then, like, I went in and you go into the to the gym and there's these pictures all over the wall of all these things. And I was like, whoa, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, it was a bit of a, I suppose it was a bit of um, a proud moment, like a bit of a pat yourself on the back there, Babs. Yeah. Um, because you've somehow, your all your kind of casual approach to your work. Yeah. Um has kind of gotten you to to a very very nice place and like now i'm That's i'm so interesting now i'm there you know what i mean like i yeah. I, I go up you're the in-house two, photographer two, three times a week like i i am um, up with the guys um and they're all incredible and i just feel so honored to be up there but isn't that so funny how you remain true to who you are and your style and your approach to things and what's happened is you've been given big opportunities based on the back of that because if you yeah. were someone who were you know that was like I don't want to say the word uptight, but if you were someone who was maybe a little bit like, okay, and we'll do this, and can I get you here, and 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 I'm going to need this angle, and I'm going to mm-hmm. set up these lights, that wouldn't work in a gym. Yeah. That wouldn't work with them. They need someone that's in the background, yeah. that doesn't make a sound, that is just going to capture, and not because especially in an environment with it with them um, with fighting, especially a high level gym like Pete Taylor's gym with all those boxes, is that you know there's real work being done. You know, oh, there's important work being time. done and you can't get in the way of that. No. And sometimes, you know, maybe people will be in those situations where, um, not that the focus is on them, but that they don't mix into the dynamic of what's happening, you know? Um, so just hearing that you, you sank in and now you're part of the team, essentially, is brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's cool. And like even the lads, you know, they give me a bit of, they give me a bit of lip and you know and it's good they give it back and i i really appreciate that like the guys are all they're they're amazing they're all incredible like i said it's inspiring to Mm -hmm. be around these kind of people when you see how hard they work you know yeah does this uh when when, because i know obviously you've you've been involved in it for a while but when you look at um we say fighting Mm -hmm. the guys and and the, the men and women that are in the industry that are fighters when you started, did you look at them and go, what's going, is this nuts? Like, this is a weird thing. Like where people are training, they're fighting. Like, you know, for me, I kind of had always had an interest in it. So it wasn't a weird concept, but you were at events, you were doing drag queens, you were tattooing industries and stuff like that. So like you started a lot of, there's a lot like, so, so to go right back, I remember being a kid and like maybe, 10 to 10 to about the age of 15 yeah. staying up flicking on tg car and watching the boxing at like three and four o'clock in the morning Brilliant. Um, or any fighting that would have been on tv at yeah. the time 
because uh, it was always on TG Carol or like what was that was a Euro News or Euro yeah, something yeah, 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 and they yeah. flick on they show you the highlights <laughs> and I'd be sitting there like hoping my mum didn't walk in and catch yeah. you up or whatever whatever hour it was in the morning Um, so I've always had a, a fascination with it never I, I, I don't think I could um, not that I don't think I absolutely could not get into the ring and do anything competitively uh, anything I ever did was just for training and just yeah. for fitness you know what I mean um, do you have a bit of a respect for them for those that do like, it though absolutely absolutely mm. big time big time that's not uh, I you you have to be made of of a certain something well, to I was going to ask do you recognise something different in fighters absolutely can you can you tell us what you think that is or what it is like there's a and I mean this in the most respectful way because I have it myself I think I, at points I'm an absolute like sometimes when I go you know Jesus Babs you get so much happiness just from taking photos like yeah, you're a lunatic like do you yeah. know what I mean there has to be more to life kind of thing but that's the same thing with the boxes is there's an element of lunacy there you know what I mean yes and I don't think that's a bad thing mm-hmm. um, I don't think that's a bad thing but you have to have that kind of uh, like no fear you know what I mean mm. Um, and it again like I find that really inspiring like sometimes I'd be like I need to have that yes. I need to have that when I approach things in life like that no fear you know don't mm-hmm. just you, you you have this this is on you and I like that it's a uh, I love that yeah I, I love I j- selfishly just love anyone who sees what I see with what I do yeah do you know yeah, what I mean? you know yeah I get it like I, I and I'd be the same like I think that's why we, we get on as well you know yeah what I mean? yeah, yeah. I Definitely. love the lunacy too. I lo- and listen, I'm a fan. I've been a big fan of lunatics from an early, <laughs> an early, early time in my life. <laughs> anyway, both. before we go, yep. obviously today I was like on our social, we have Babs Daily coming in. She's my favorite person. So if you have any questions, please send them in. So there was some questions. No way. There was. We have four questions that I've picked. Lovely. So I'm going to, uh, you can answer them. Um, but yeah, this is a new segment that we're doing, getting the listener involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and also takes the heat off me in case I miss any good <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, so this is from Claire Butler. And she's asked, uh, how, in your opinion, is the best way to start photography? Get a camera mm-hmm. and strap it to your wrist. Yes. Stick it on manual and go ham. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. that's it the worst thing you can do as a photographer is go around with a camera stuck on automatic you'll learn nothing and that's where people I think kind of make people and I don't want to I don't mean this in any offensive way but I think some people think it's just a matter of picking a camera up and just pressing a button you know yeah and I guess when I was a kid only from my uncle teaching me things like I would have been the exact same mm-hmm. and then as I got older I remember being like oh my uncle taught me about like shutter speed aperture this is all starting to make yeah. sense you know what i mean but so you need what, to what would have been the most important thing that he taught you that you is in your everyday photography now he used to say that there should be a story behind a photo well, yeah okay and i think that's really true like if you were to go you know any through any photos on my website my instagram or anything like that now except for you know event work or things like you're doing that's a different it's a different category of stuff you know what i mean but there'd be a story. There was, there's a reason I took that photo. There's a reason mm-hmm. I set it up like that. I saw this or, um, which I think is important. I think you should always be able to explain a photo because if you can't, well then. Explain in what way, explain what is happening, what what you've seen. Yeah, like um, the story behind your photo, you know what I mean? Like you did, you did, like not, you didn't just take a camera and just walk off, you know what I mean? Yeah. What stopped you? What caught your attention? Why did you take it that way? Why did you shoot at landscape, not portrait? Why did you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I, there should be a reason for that, I think. Yes, there should. Yeah. You're very right. Yeah. Adam Murphy has asked, um, tips for perfecting the perfect shot. Tips for perfecting the perfect shot. Is it subjective? Yeah, it depends. It's so it depends on the shot, and it also is so subjective. Like mm. I like, I don't know. I guess like I don't. It 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 is it like it depends on what kind of shot. Like I'm trying to think of how I perfect. Like okay, for example. How I how I feel like I perfect the shots of the lads up with Pete Taylor. Yeah. Mm. So like I have. Um, made my own my own set of presets that I put on those photos. So, for example, anywhere anywhere I go to take photos, you analyze the light you have, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like you see what light, what direction the light's facing, where the shadows are, where your dark points are, everything like that. Like you see if the lights are coming from above, if they're coming from below, if it's natural light, if it's fake light. That's how I would analyze a, a scenario. Mm-hmm. And then you have to 
obviously decide whether you want to use flash or if you want to use whatever. Um, so with the lads, I, I, we only spoke about it a few minutes ago, like, I'm not going to waste my time setting up a flash. These lads are in there sparring. A flash would be distorting them, throwing yeah. them off. Now, don't get me wrong. I know on an actual fight night, they do have to, they do have to put up with that. So yeah. sometimes introducing an element that could be good, but mm-hmm. not, 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 not in the, in the sparring up there. I don't really, I do it with Gary up in um, unit three with, with Niall Barrett. Yeah. Niall Barrett, he is... He's our favourite person. Oh my it? God, I just love him so much. Niall Barrett is um, a boxing coach and personal trainer, but is also the winner of this year's... Um, oh, what's it called? Strictly Come Dancing. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, what? He did that as well? It was the boot camp thing. What was what it? What was the yeah. SAS? SAS Dare to Dream or something. Yeah. Is it? Or I don't think it's Dare to Dream. Is it? I think that's a bit uh, <laughs> SAS yeah Shane is currently uh, searching Google <laughs> for the answer Ultimate Hell Week Ultimate, Ultimate Hell Week he's yeah. the winner of Ultimate Hell Week and he's the most unassuming like legend oh absolute legend I'm going to yeah. have to get him on actually this is a really good reminder that I need to get oh him on my to God. chat about I this. would just I could listen to him like he's just a beacon of information so constantly. much information yeah and you know, I I even told you there's a there's a history there, you know, with with us, yeah. music like Niall back yeah. in the day. He was in a band yeah, as well, and yeah, we yeah. crossed paths. Yeah, and we all would have crossed paths. Like it's just mad. mad. <laughs> it's just wild. But yeah, up with up with Niall actually a couple of times. Like we've I've messed around with flashes, kind of just, you know, to, to to see what would happen. But yeah, nothing nothing distracts Gary Cully. <laughs> Not at all. Not a truck even. <laughs> um, Charlotte Kelly has asked, what is the best photograph you've ever taken? Oh, I actually, just before we go on to that question, I just want to finish that last one because I don't think I finished what the last oh, yeah. question was. The per- the how to perfect the perfect shot. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> so I analysed the situation I'm in with the light, yeah? Yes. But therefore, like, for example, with the lads in the gym, like there's two separate setups. There's actually three. Like if you go into the three separate sections of, of the room they train in, there's three separate lights that you have to deal with, like three separate mm-hmm. lighting setups you have to deal with. So I have three presets on my on my um, on my light room that I would have for them. And that's how I perfect the photo. So I have the photo and then I put that a, a preset over it. So uh, with the way things are, like nearly everything I would have would have its own personal preset put over because that's how I have my aesthetic, you know. Well, it works very well. So Thank you very it. much. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Kelly has asked, the best photograph you've ever taken, in your humble opinion? Oh, that's fucking hard. <laughs> um, I couldn't pick because genuinely it probably changes week to week. Is there one that people have the biggest reference of you for? Like one, is there a picture out there that people are like, that's Bob Staley and that's your best work? Uh, I guess just my portraits, I yeah. guess. Yeah, like just my, like I've always been told. Um, is it wild that like someone like me that has no background in photography or knows anything about photography can see one of your photographs and know it's your photograph? No, I'm getting told that more and more, which is awesome. Yeah, like I'm like, that's, so I know awesome. Babs has taken that. Yeah. And then I see the little tag, Babs And that's Daily. deadly, like that's yeah. so cool. But I guess that's what c- comes from like, you know, I think for for well, this is what what I tell anyway. For a long people, like for a long time, I think people were afraid to edit their photos. Mm-hmm. But like, why why be afraid to edit your photos? That's why we have these programs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do dabble in film photography. I absolutely love it. But unfortunately, with the way things are, like people want photos so quick. And when you're when yeah. you know every now and then I'll, I'll shoot some things on film. But everything is is digital these days. So why wouldn't you edit your photos? Why yeah. wouldn't you put an aesthetic on them? Exactly. You know? So um. Yeah, that's uh And can I recommend an iPhone to you? Because they're really great. <laughs> Here the new iPhone. Imagine, imagine. If they keep going that way, I'll go be out of a job. <laughs> okay, final question. And this is from Adam Smith. Who is the most famous person you've ever photographed? It depends on what you call... F- like, it depends on what you mean by famous. You know what I mean? The most high profile. High profile. Mm. I don't know. I guess high profile in terms like I was working with this awesome kid. He's so cool. I was working with him and his mum. Uh, his name is William Franklin Miller. And he's, <gasps> you've seen Will. Like he's just, oh my, he has a special he, place in my heart. Hang on, am I thinking of the, the actor? He's an actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, he's real unusual looking. He's, yeah, beautiful looking. Yeah. Beautiful big eyes, yeah. What, what film is he in? He's been in a few things. Uh, he was on Can like... Can I in, Google him? Yeah, g- give him a Google there. You'll see him come up. What's his name again? William Franklin Miller. Oh, wow. No, yeah. I don't know this kid. Do you not? No. Well, you do now. Okay. William's awesome. William Franklin Miller was born in 2004 in London. He's yeah. an actor known for Medici. <laughs> Medici, Arrow and that's Jack Irish. God, he's stunning. Yeah, he's... He's incredible. And he's also a pleasure, a pleasure to work with. And do you know what's so funny? So... He is uh, from Australia. Yeah. He was, sorry, born, born in London, but he was living in Australia. He was coming over here with his family. And um, I, I just got a message off off them onto my Instagram. Um, and it's like, it went onto his profile. It was like one something million followers or something. And I was like, what? I was like, this is a joke. Like, what? This can't be real. No, why is he messaging me? And then it turns out like through a friend who lived over in Australia that they'd been recommended me. So when he came over here, we just worked together. I have the photo. Is that your photo? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He says, okay, well, this is so, I feel like a, like I'm in something. <laughs> Back in Dublin, Ireland, photo by Babs Daly wearing Carré, France. Bonjour. That's him. Wow. Yeah, so I would say in terms of... Oh my God, he's I, got 1.6 million followers. Yeah, yeah. Like he, and he, do you know what? He's just... He, like his, his old family, they're just all gems and they were really lovely to work with. And he's over in London now and if it wasn't for Corona, I would have gone over there and shot with him a few times. So No way. I will be going over. I've me, you know messaged him a few times and but he, he really... He, he'd probably be the most high profile in terms of Instagram profile. Yeah. Well, you can't um, get much more bigger than 1.6 million followers, can you? Yeah, yeah. Although, it was awesome and it was really cool to see like, you know, I guess... Um, you know, with with the way social media goes today, you kind of see that people can be very different behind the thing. And Will is just so down to yeah. earth, and he's talented and cool. And it was just nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. F- there's no more uh, fan questions, but I'll do my fan question. Yeah, we're going. Um, like obviously, social media is a massive, like fantastic thing. We're all launching careers off it, and you know, able to show work and all this mad stuff. But is it the detriment of photography of like true photography in terms of with an iPhone you can shoot really good photographs and you know the the age of the selfie the age of like taking photographs yourself as a photographer you're like not really because I think there's a difference between just taking a photo and then being passionate about taking a photo yeah and I think that goes for absolutely everything. If you see someone who just boxes, but you see someone who's purely passionate mm. about it, you'll see the difference, you know? And the, it, the difference will come across in the image as well. Mm. Um, it's also, I guess, kind of cool. People want it. Like, I think, like, photography definitely has helped me through, you know, like I said, I was going down a bit of a dodgy path there in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, photography saved saved me. And I know, again, that sounds like an arsehole thing to it say. It doesn't. Really, genuinely. Very final thing on that. Do you feel that because photography saved you, you owe it something? I never thought about that. I never thought about that. But I still feel like it saves me, if Mm. that makes sense. Yes, I do. I do. I know exactly what you mean. I'm living that life as well. Yeah, I just want that. That's all like that. My end goal is to take a photo of wherever I am at that given point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm so excited to what you do in the future. Thank you so much. If the last 15 years have been this good... I can't imagine what the next 15 well, is going to be. Foot's on the pedal now, so we'll yes. see. Yes, please don't forget me when oh you're like my God, come in on. Paris in your studio. Excuse me and Shane me. at the we'll door. Be ringside me and you. Don't be <laughs> silly. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm so delighted now that I'm going to have a buddy when I'm, my shows are back. I'm always just I alone. Know. Yeah, I can't wait. Like, Gotta you know, I'm, I'm always sat in the front row talking to someone who's after buying a ticket. I'm like, what's <laughs> what, what, how, how are you? You know, they're like, do you not have a job to do? I'm like, yeah, I'm just. just checking in you know um but thank you so much for coming in oh thank you so much what a pleasure and uh so good to talk i just love photography i love it and it's so good to hear your perspective on it and i think anybody honestly i think anybody i've had a few friends in my life who were at points in their life where it was a bit uh they were just a bit stuck in a rut yeah and i i kind of said go go get a camera like you know do whatever and i have two friends to date who've successfully turned it around and are both you know quite quite established photographers yeah. so to anybody who you know is saying god i'd love to take photos just do it yes just do it yeah. and message me and speak to me i'll do my best to try and you know help but mm-hmm. like it is just a matter of 
same thing I did, picking the camera up, going out and just doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Same, the same with everything, isn't it? Just get up and just go and do, do it. it. Like, Don't, yeah. I say that to people all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm living proof of it as well. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I started on Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat yeah. and ring There you go. Like buying a ticket, wow. going on my own because no, what a loser I was. <laughs> no, no, not a loser. <laughs> Such a loser. You knew what you were doing. You just got up and did Literally, it. Literally, I was like, no one would come with me. But I, I, I used to, and because I didn't know anyone at the shows, I didn't care. Yeah. Because I was like, no one knows me here. They don't know who I am. Yeah. I just go, I'd sit front row and I'd Snapchat. Yeah. And then overnight, well, not overnight, but over a few months, like there was, the, the numbers kept growing. Yeah. And here I am. That's it. The on the thing. Elaine show. Hello. <laughs> Hola. Very good. <laughs> on the Elaine show with collaborative studios, like number one selling podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was connect so you. good. No, but it is. It's just get out and do it. Yeah. I always say that. Like people just. used to always say when I'd be in the nightclub, pissed with my camera, not getting paid for anything. They'd be like, you're nuts. Like, what are you doing? And I'd just be like, look. Yes. There's a bigger plan here. Yes. <laughs> Everything always pays off. Yeah. Hard Absolutely. work never goes unnoticed. No, no. It might not be today or tomorrow, but eventually mm-hmm. people will take notice. Absolutely. It's like do it every, do it every day and they people yes. will notice. You just have to do it every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So inspiring. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you. Brilliant chat. Babs Daily for the first exchange. <laughs>